Coming up on the Keto Camp Podcast, we discuss food cravings, sugar addiction, food addiction, emotional eating with my good friend, Aaron Smith. What do you think underneath all of it, what are we really craving? You're craving you. Because essentially at the core of it, you're craving a connection to yourself that you lost. And because if you think about it, if you're at a football game and your team just scored the winning touchdown, you're going to the Super Bowl and you're high and just full energy, happy, you're not thinking about food. If you're at a wedding and you're dancing, you're not thinking about food. If you are at Christmas morning and you're watching your kids open a gift, you're not thinking about food. You're so connected and present mm-hmm. and happy and alive. And I think that's what we're craving is to feel alive in our own bodies. We have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I want to thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, Ben Azadi here, the host of the Keto Camp Podcast. Thank you for pressing play today on a very important conversation, an in-person conversation at my studio here in Miami with my good friend Aaron Smith from What We Crave. You're going to hear Aaron's incredible pain to purpose to promise story. After struggling with emotional eating, weight gain, weight loss, weight regain, excessive fasting to punish herself, as she calls it, shame fasting, excessive keto and ketoing harder, thinking that is the solution, adding more fats and what that did to actually disrupt her health. She was in what she calls denial keto. You'll hear about that. Really relevant to people in the keto space. Her experience with carnivore and the benefits and the pros of carnivore, the biggest mistakes people make with keto and the blind spots that hopefully you're not making, and if you are, how to correct them. She also conducted this incredible online series called What We Crave with 50 experts. I was one of those experts. And she asked them all the same question at the end of the interview, which was, why do people really crave food? Why do people really emotionally eat? And she shares the top answers, which is really, really cool. You'll learn how to get yourself out of this, this cat and mouse game of punishing yourself with fasting, punishing yourself with bad behaviors, and the importance of finding your purpose, something you love, and living on purpose with your purpose. And if you lack those values, if you lack those beliefs and lack the purpose, it's going to result in daily trivia. Daily trivia is bad behaviors. The environment you have is very important, and we'll discuss ways to clean that up and how your environment determines your thoughts, your thoughts determine your actions, your actions determine your results, and your results determine your destiny. So it all starts with your environment. 
You're going to love this conversation. Aaron is so much fun. It's an emotional, authentic, deep conversation that needed to be had, and we had it here on today's episode. So if you want to watch the video version from the studio with me and Aaron, you could find that on youtube.com slash ketocamp. You'll hear more about her summit, and you can get it for free by clicking the link in the podcast notes down below. Before I bring on Aaron, I want to get to today's Apple Podcast rating and review of the day. This one is from B.O. Ackham, titled Keto Camp, five stars, great person to learn from. Knowledge is truth, and I feel like it is the truth when it comes from him. Thank you, B.O. I, I appreciate that. Short and sweet, to the point, and knowledge can be so powerful. The right knowledge, and even more important than the right knowledge, is the application of the right knowledge. That's how we change our lives for the better. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you leaving the review. If you have not left the show rating and review yet, please do so on whatever podcast platform you're listening from today. Before I bring on Aaron, I want to share a special announcement. This is a huge announcement I've only shared to a few people. So you're going to hear it first publicly right now. And the announcement is this. We know the best practice to get amazing results on keto and health in general is to prepare and cook your own food. Here's my challenge, and it's probably your challenge too. I don't enjoy cooking. I look at a recipe, and if I see a whole bunch of ingredients and a whole bunch of steps and an extraordinary amount of time to cook that food, I'm not going to do it. And you're probably not going to do it too. But we want to cook our own food. We want to prepare our own food. We want to control the ingredients that go into our foods because just because something is a keto recipe, it does not make it a healthy recipe. So for the last two months, I've been thinking about this problem. I ended up hiring a food journalist who's also a recipe developer, and we've been working together for two months to put together keto recipes that have only clean ingredients, no high-oxalate anti-nutrient foods, definitely no seed oils, no inflammatory dairies. We have alternatives to all that. They taste good. They're easy to make. They're quick. They, they have the macros needed to stay in ketosis, and they're protein-focused, which is the most important macronutrient we teach in our Keto Camp Academy. So all the recipes are done. And we put it together in this Keto Recipe of the Week program. And how it works is every week you are sent a recipe, a brand new recipe that I have worked on with this food journalist, Jennifer. And there's a backstory to why we chose the recipe. And then you get the full-on recipe. And each week you'll get a new recipe delivered to your inbox along with other amazing keto resources. And we're giving this away at a discounted price right now, along with over $400 in free bonuses, which include an updated keto grocery shopping uh, list guide updated that we for 2024, a keto kickstart guide updated as well, our clean keto companies that we recommend with coupon codes updated, my best-selling fasting book updated as well. You get all that for free. And you could get all of this. You could subscribe to the Keto Recipe of the Week with all the bonuses for only $9.97 per month. That's 33 cents per day. There's also an annual option to save an additional 20% off. So it's discounted right now. That's not going to stay at this price, but if you're listening to this podcast at the right time and you head to ketocamprecipes.com, camp with a K, ketocamprecipes.com, you can get all that for that discounted price. And we're even offering a 30-day money-back guarantee. No questions asked. If you don't love the recipes and it hasn't changed your life, you just email us and we'll cancel and refund you within those first 30 days. So head to ketocamprecipes.com or click the link down below and go get your fat-burning keto recipes. 
Without further ado, let's bring on that health chick, Aaron Smith. Aaron Smith is an avid health and fitness fanatic who is an expert trained in health optimization for over 15 years. And she has worked with the world-leading health experts such as Dr. Zach Bush, Dr. Dan Pompa. We have had both of these brilliant people on the Keto Camp podcast. Also, Dr. Christine Schaffner, Mark Groves, love him. He's been on the show too and many, many more. She is also the founder, producer, and host of What We Crave, the Emotional Eating Summit. After 25 years of struggling with emotional eating, stress eating, food addiction, cravings, and shame fasting, Erin became obsessed with understanding the root cause of what it is that we are really craving. She's on fire for cultivating real, beautiful, honest conversations that provide roadmaps to healing and to make peace with food and ultimately yourself. Here is Erin Smith. Erin Smith, welcome to Miami and welcome to the Keto Cam Podcast. Thank you so much, Ben. It is so awesome to be with you. It is so full circle moment right now. Shout out to Dr. Pompa where it all started yeah. and just pumped to share my story and help as many people as I can. So thank you. Your story is very powerful. And for those of you who are not familiar with Erin's story, stay tuned. She's about to share it right now. And yeah, kudos to the GOAT, Dr. Pompa. Yeah. You know, we connected, I think it was 2018, must have been 2018, 2019. And ever since then, we've become great friends. I see you at all these events. A lot of the people that I've interviewed on the Keto Camp podcast, you know, testament to you connecting me to these wonderful people. You're the ultimate connector. So Aaron's here in Miami. We're here at the studio. We're going to have a great dinner tonight, get some steak. Uh, Barton Scott's going to join us and my fiance. So I'm grateful to be here with you, Aaron. And I want to go back and share your backstory and some of the pain you went through and how that revealed this promise and this purpose for you. So what were your struggles like, Aaron? Yeah. Well, right. It's always our mess is our message. I mean, there is so many golden highlights in my life that led me to this, but man, what we crave is just born out of my own mess to figure out what the heck was going on with me. Cause I had a very intense disordered eating, binge eating, emotional eating, stress eating problem that I covered up for a really long time. So this is actually really vulnerable, full circle, really special for me because I know a lot of people that might be doing keto might be feeling the same something else is going on underneath all of it. And that was so me, but you know, just rewinding all the highlights of my childhood, it, it all makes sense. Like how this developed. Right. So first I grew up born 81 Goonies, baby, you know, Goonies was like the hit of our childhood where it's like, you don't have a phone, you don't have a computer, you're riding your bikes. It, there's no cell phones. It's processed food, Mac and cheese, freaking. You know, just like the most processed, like Costco was luxury food, you know, the, the muffins and the, the red vines. And I mean, you know, so I never knew what real food was. I never knew what real nourishing food was and vegetables was romaine lettuce with freaking croutons and a slice of glyphosate, you know, tomato, non-organic. I mean, iceberg lettuce. That was my vegetables and a, and a slice of bread with fake butter. Right. And so everyone can relate to that. probably totally. up. And so I never knew what real food was. I never knew what it tasted like, what it felt like. So this all makes sense. Right. So then fast forwarding, I get into junior high and I'm scrawny and skinny. I don't know if, if you were like that in junior high and high school, but man, I was so skinny 
and I got made fun of all the time. I couldn't gain weight. And I remember just feeling like when you can't gain weight and you don't feel normal and you're so skinny that you just, you, you hate, you hate yourself in a way. You just want to be normal and liked by everybody else. And I played basketball. I know you're, you hoop too. Love it. Basketball, volleyball. And of course my dad who was a baller said, you know, you better put on some weight because you like, you got to gain some weight. Cause I was so skinny. I'll, I'll send a picture. You can see yeah. it. It's absolutely just, yeah, we'll put it on the screen on the YouTube, by the way, <laughs> we have a lot of photos to show. We'll show on the screen. Yeah. yeah. And so my dad was like, eat all the time, burgers, shakes, ice cream, crappy protein shakes. I was in a fed state all the time. You were a grazer, a snacker. Oh, I mean, beyond that, it was just eat as much as you can all day, every day. And it was just gain weight, you know, just gain weight. And so it felt weird to not eat. It was not normal for me to not eat. You can see the wiring starting to happen. So then fast forwarding to college, you know, kept eating, gained the freshman 20, 30, and then moved to California where everybody's healthy and in shape. And I, and I go, oh, if you eat a salad, you lose weight. Okay, that was my nutrition course, like eat salad, lose weight, right? And then you can see this thing starting to happen. You see, oh, I'm, I'm vegan, I'm this, I'm that. All these people in California looking sexy. And I started trying to learn things on my own. Then fast forwarding, I have a massive grand mal seizure because I decided to do a detox the wrong way, not knowing anything about detox. I was doing a fitness competition and my friend had an Ayurvedic detox recipe Epsom salt, grapefruit juice, and olive oil. I took four times the amount, stripped all of the electrolytes out of my system, had a grand mal seizure, and oh should have died. Gosh. And this was a very, I don't even remember. I was in the hospital for four days in a coma. Like, I barely survived. Should have had a heart attack. I had angels around me that day. And, yeah, that's why I'm so passionate about doing detox the right way, as we know, and salt. Um, so. Yes. So then that brings me to, and this is all part of this story that makes so much sense. But then I get out of this seizure. I am so grateful I survived. And I start getting really just so passionate about health from brain health to detox to just health in general, because I, I cherished it so much now that I was, you know, kissed death basically and went into the health industry, got a sales job at a superfood company that was incredible, started going to all the conferences. That's where I met Dr. Pompa, um, sort, of to, sort of just moved on from company to company and just kicking ass. And, and that's when I started working for Dr. Pompa and learned about fasting and ketosis and detox. And I got really passionate about vaccine injury and wanted to do something greater. And I just felt this major purpose with Pompa, but then I learned all the protocols with keto. And the first time I'd had that sip of that Bulletproof coffee, oh. That's a I good was, feeling right there. Because I was vegan forever. I was not eating any fat. I lost my period for a few years in California trying to figure out how to lose weight. And I was so depleted in fat. And so when I had that first sip, you know, the lights come on. It's like Christmas morning. And you are just like, what just happened to me? It's like the mount of the, <laughs> the clouds part. And you're just like, the angels are singing and the sun is shining on your face. So then, of course... I went beast mode on that too, right? That's that's tends to be my my thing is I'll go really extreme on something. Yeah, if something's good, more is better. Yeah. Oh man. When will Aaron learn? And so <laughs> then I started to go crazy on keto, bulletproof coffee. I was just serving everyone. You guys gotta try this. This is life changing. Do you know you need fat? And I was so deficient, you know, and I got my period back and I feel amazing. And 
I moved on from Dr. Pompa's um, company, moved on to a different company. And that's when stuff really started to hit the fan. So I somehow managed to manifest narcissistic, toxic bosses my entire life. There's a lesson in that as well. And so my VP of sales career that I had worked so hard for, I was at the top of the chain, right? Top of the food chain. And it was my rock bottom, absolute worst. Those photos that I sent you where I looked like I was completely dead inside. Yeah, we'll show that right now. Dead zombie mode. Oh man, that was at the height of my career. Mm. The most miserable I'd ever been, right? And I was binge eating on keto. So what happened was I was so deficient in fat, got myself back on track. And then I ended up using keto as a crutch to numb how just the biggest hell I was in from my job in that, at that corporate VP level. So I, long story short, I just completely numbed with food. We'll get in, you know, more into this, but I went so extreme with keto and I was in denial about everything because keto is good for you. I took it extreme. And then my whole body, everything completely changed. I looked dead inside and I started taking pictures of myself going, what is happening to you, Aaron? Because you are the most health nut, you know, you know, all the protocols you've worked for all the doctors, Dr. Pompa, Zach Bush, like all these legends, and you are still struggling. You're gaining weight. You feel terrible. What is going on with you? And I kept binge eating. I kept doing it. And I knew something was wrong. So I finally said, I got to get to the bottom of this because I know better. I'm still doing it. I miss health nut. And I had a lot of shame around it, which we'll talk about. But I finally just said, I got to figure out what's going on. So I started interviewing people. I I gathered up everybody that I knew in the health space that I had been, you know, uh, that I've known for over 15 years. And I started interviewing all of them, including you, Mm -hmm. which, man, we had a great conversation. We We did. And and I actually figured out, oh, it's actually emotional eating, binge eating, food addiction, this is so much deeper than food. And it is such a deep dive on how to make peace with food and ultimately yourself. And so that's when now here we are today. So- yeah, what a story. I think it's, <laughs> it's very relatable, emotional eating, binge eating. It's good to go back to your history and kind of unpack where that started to develop. A lot of our behaviors today as an adult developed in our childhood. And now the brain is just wired to act that way. But the good news, the great news, the amazing news is that you could rewire that brain. You could overcome that. You hosted this uh, online summit called What We Crave. This is what you're referring to where you were interviewing all these experts. I was blessed to be one of those experts. And also there were so many incredible people on there. So what were some of the key things you learned? I know you learned a lot with all those interviews. What are some of the key things that you learned that you started to apply to to regain control again? Yeah, there's so many things. There's a list a mile long, but yeah, I'll give you the top highlights that are so key. Um, it's, It's such a deep dive. So much deeper than I realized. The first one is the wiring of the brain. What you just said, I interviewed Ashley DeLello and we just, mm. it gives you so much grace for your childhood because we didn't, we just didn't know what we didn't know. What happened with me? I didn't know. I got wired at a young age to just eat, eat, eat all the time. And then it became, I'm stressed out, eat. It became, I'm happy, eat. I'm bored, eat. It was just, and your my brain's just firing and wiring, right? Like Joe Dispenza talks about and I interviewed Ashley and she goes into a deep dive but you can rewire the brain and it just takes a little bit of time, but man, there's freedom on the other side of that. And that's not just with, with binge eating, but anxiety, stress. I mean, everything, any bad behavior, Yeah. any bad behavior could be rewired. Yeah. Absolute freedom. I'm curious because there are different thought processes around how long it takes to rewire that brain, create these new neural neural pathways. 
I remember many years ago, there was a research study that came out of the University of College London that showed it takes about 66 days to do this. Then you have books like Psycho-Cybernetics, which is a very old book that says it takes about 21 to 28 days. Then you have people saying, no, it's closer to 90 days. I personally think that it'll depend on the person and how what method they're doing to change their brain waves, brain patterns. But what are your thoughts on how long it will take to rewire this brain? Again, it's everybody's different, right? And it depends how deep those grooves are in the brain, right? The, that path that's been carved for yeah. me it was almost 30 years. Oh. So you want to, that's, that's some unraveling. But I know, you know, Ashley talks about, about it in her interview, but also I interviewed Brittany Watkins and she does EFT tapping. I think some of the smaller, less, less deeper uh, <laughs> paths, you know, those are a little less, you can free those up a lot sooner. But I would say sometimes I notice it instantly where I can feel a release, but when it's deep emotional stuff, I would say a couple months at least uh, because it took you 30 years to get there. It's going to take a little bit of time. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And I, I, and I remember part of your story, a uh, story with you and Pampa when he saw you one day and you were, <laughs> yeah. you were bloated right? And it looks like you were pregnant, right? To share that story real quick. Yeah, throw that photo up. Throw yeah, that's photo. The, throw the photo up for sure right now. What happened when Papa saw you looking like this? Oh, God. I love you, Dr. Papa. <laughs> it was so sweet because he saw me and I remember he told me, he goes, Aaron, I, I wanted to say something, but I just, I couldn't because I wanted you, this was your journey and you had to figure this out on your own. I didn't want to hijack that journey for you because you never would have learned. And I said, thank you so much for that because you're right. I wouldn't, it wouldn't have brought me here. I mean, all of it brought me to where I am. And without that, if I had a time machine, I wouldn't have gone back and changed anything. But it was, you know, that photo, a lot of people actually thought I was pregnant and it's so sad, but I, <laughs> that's called nut gut. Uh, I coined that term too. Nut, that was, nut gut, nut gut. <laughs> yeah. So that is when you eat, I was eating four bulletproof bars a day, which those things are amazing. But you eat four a day, you're going to jack some stuff up because the cashews, the, the MCT oil, I had four of those a day. I was eating keto snacks with the Retreetol. Yeah, the sugar alcohols. Sugar alcohols. And then I was eating a ton of almond flour, oh, fat bombs. So I mean, oxalates, anti-nutrients. Oxalate city, baby. That's, I mean, I was, and I was just like, it's normal. It's fine because it's, it's keto. It's keto, it's keto and it's yeah. fine. That's keto denial. That's what I like to say. <laughs> so you but ended was, up getting so blow, you ended up getting SIBO. Was it, was it SIBO? Yes. So I had SIBO and I just had... I, it just was the erythritol. It was everything. So I, I reintroduced dairy, full fat cream, like fermented yogurts at the fermentation farm in Costa Mesa. It's freaking amazing. Dr. Pompa loves wow. them too, but I was eating three of those a day. That's almost like a carton of cream. Oh my gosh. Aaron is genetically not programmed to digest dairy. And I added it back in because it's keto. That was my first mistake. Then it was the erythritol, then the fat, then the almonds. And I mean, I would go up to the Bulletproof Cafe in Santa Monica they had almond flour scones this big and I would have a couple of them. Then I would have the keto ice cream with the butter and the erythritol in it or the xylitol. I mean, I would go crazy, Ben. That's how I got that gut. And I just thought that was normal. Like, it'll go down. It's fine. Yeah. You know what? It's, it's funny and it's not funny, but because yeah. a lot of people go through this when they do keto, yep. they start to get the benefits and they're like, oh my gosh, I've been missing these healthy fats and these are amazing fats. But the point here is... Uh, you don't want to overdo it. And, <laughs> and almonds specifically, Aaron, are so popular in the keto space, almond flours, almonds, just eating the actual almonds. And a lot of people are sensitive to oxalates and almonds are loaded with oxalates. So is spinach and kale and different vegetables out there. 
So for me, I don't do well with almonds at all. I do fine with macadamia nuts and peely nuts and different nuts, but almonds are going to be a problem for me. Hey, when was the last time you bit into a juicy burger or a perfectly cooked steak and thought to yourself, this is the best thing I've ever tasted? If it's been a while, it's probably because most meat products are conventionally raised, which not only affects the flavor profile, but significantly diminishes the beneficial nutrients and minerals. And believe it or not, even products that are labeled as grass-fed or ethically raised to make you think they're high quality are often finished on grain or in factory farms, which is why I am so excited to share something with you today that will not only help you avoid the hormones, antibiotics, and pesticide residues that diminish the taste of conventionally raised meat, could also save you nearly $1,000 over the next year on your grocery bill. And the best part, this may be the best tasting thing you've had in a long time. So what the heck am I talking about? I'm talking about Wild Pastures Meat Delivery. They provide the highest quality meats from small, regenerative, family-run farms here in the United States that prioritize sustainability and animal welfare. Their beef is 100% grass-fed, their pork and poultry are pasture-raised, something you won't find anywhere in the grocery store, resulting in meats that are not only healthier for you, but also better for the environment. One of the reasons why me and my fiance Natasia loves wild pastures is that we can opt out out of supporting harmful conventional farming practices and instead support small, family-run farms without spending a fortune. And the convenience doesn't stop there. They offer delivery straight to your door so you can enjoy delicious, high-quality meats without even leaving your house. No matter where you are in the lower 48 states, Wild Pastures has got you covered. Not only is this the most convenient way to get your meat products, but Wild Pasture meats are better for you nutritionally, and they're higher in the total nutrients, phytonutrients, antioxidants, key fatty acids, vitamins, minerals, proteins, and amino acids. And today, for keto campers, for a limited time, you can get 20% off every box plus free shipping for life and $15 off your first box. This is a crazy deal, and I hope you take advantage of it. So make the switch to Wild Pastures today and save nearly $1,000 on your grocery bill while feeling healthier and enjoying the best tasting meats of your life. All you need to do is go to the link in the podcast notes down below. Everything is already applied. All you got to do is click that link, customize your order, and you'll have some delicious, healthy tasting meats very soon. Head to the podcast notes down below, click the link, enjoy your wild pastures. Okay, let's get right back to this episode. This is where the customization comes into play because there's a science to keto. There's also an art to keto and you learn the hard way yeah. <laughs> how to make yourself the artist of your health here with a, when it comes to keto. So what did you start to do? Did you start to say, I got to stop with the uh, heavy fat bombs and the erythritol? Like, what were the steps that you took to get out of that? Oh man, it took me a hot minute. Uh, it wasn't immediate because I was so, that was my comfort. That was my, my drug. I didn't want to let go of any of it. It took me at least a couple years of that. I did a lot of shame fasting, which we can talk about. Yeah, yeah, I want to talk about that. I, you know, it took me years to get out of this, this cycle because that was my only joy. I was so disconnected from myself and my life and everything around me from this stressful job that I, it was like, don't you dare take that away. What I did was I took those selfies of me and I was like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm literally dead inside. And then I 
did the interviews for what we crave. And once I started doing those interviews for what we crave, that's when I started to unravel. And that's when the rewiring started to happen. Cause I listened to those interviews cause I was editing them and filming them that my brain started to naturally rewire and started to wake up. Mm. And so learning all these different things, just naturally, my gut instinct was maybe you don't need so much fat. <laughs> <laughs> so I started with that. And I remember hearing about seed oils. I remember hearing about just eat whole food. Stop with the, the fat bombs. Because, I mean, I would make a whole bowl, Ben, of fat bombs. The almond flour, MCT oil, cacao, pro, plant-based protein. And I would literally have a, a massive bowl in probably a couple of days. I would just pop them all day because... One, I was so stressed out, but also, again, I wasn't getting enough protein, so I was never really full, but I would eat those all day. And so I just remember going, maybe I should just try whole food because <laughs> everyone keeps telling me about whole food, but that seems way too easy. It can't be that easy, right? So then I started cooking from home using olive oil because I would definitely eat out at restaurants in when I lived in California. There's a lot of seed oils in that, but I started cooking from home, just starting with a few basic, simple things, eat from home cook from home, stop eating so many nuts, focus on whole foods, and then also get some sleep. And I know that this sounds like the easiest thing in the world, but when my gut was so busted up from the dairy and the erythritol, I wasn't sleeping. I was waking up at 1, 2 a.m., just adrenal fatigue and just wide awake. So then when I wasn't sleeping, my hunger hormones were out of control. So I would just eat all the time because you're a bottomless pit when you're hungry. So I just remember going, okay, I talked to, I interviewed Barton Scott on sleep and his magnesium. And I remember starting to take his magnesium. At first I was very skeptical. I was like, okay, sure. It's another magnesium. You know how we are in the supplement industry. We're like, it's gotta be good. And it rocked my world out of the best sleep of my life. I was like, okay, Barton, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I totally judged you <laughs> and got the best sleep of my life and realized this is the game changer. This is the gateway is focusing on your sleep. Because if it doesn't matter how perfect you eat, if you're if you're not sleeping, everything kind of goes to shit, you know. It's true. And so I started sleeping, whole food, not so much fat. And when I did get fat, it was from food, not so let's say grass fed beef. So it was the fat salmon. that came with the protein. Yeah, yeah, that is the best way to do it. By the way, the fat that naturally comes with the yes. protein, no need to add a whole bunch of additional fat. Yeah. Now, in the beginning of keto, it's yep. fine to do that. Yep. But as you transition, yeah. maybe don't take two years like Aaron. <laughs> he started to strip away the fat and just get it with the naturally occurring yeah. proteins. Yeah. So it was grass-fed beef, salmon, you know, sprinkle with some uh, olive oil, sea salt, um, you know, olives. I just focused on whole food. And then I had this epiphany and I remember going, this is, this is changing my life. What? If everybody knew this, you know, <laughs> this is the Willy Wonka golden ticket like, you've got to be kidding me. Is it that easy? And it is. So that all of those things, that's what I started to do. And then I integrated uh, CrossFit and, and a whole bunch of other stuff we can talk about. But that was the gateway is just sleep, get really good sleep and do those things. And I literally started to transform. Yeah. You mentioned the word shame fasting. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. So that's a term I came up with when I had to get really real with myself. And, you know... <laughs> I know a lot of women can relate to this where they gain weight and then they say, I'm going to do a fast. And it's really just a cover up for a disorder for disordered eating. So because I was in so much shame because I had like 
Pompa saw me gaining the weight. People saw me gaining the weight. Didn't say anything. I was in so much shame about it. And you're 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 like the health check, right? Health that check. You're not supposed to be gaining weight. Yeah. And you know everything. And you're connected to everybody. So yeah. there was some guilt and shame involved. Oh yeah. And I was I was feeling not worthy. You know, like uh, my I wouldn't be validated. Acceptance. You know, these are all deep rooted causes. We'll talk about. But I remember going. If I'm overweight in the health space, I'm. This is like the worst thing. You know. And so I would, I would eat keto. I would, I would binge eat and I would gain 15 pounds over whatever amount of time. It was pretty quick because that, that cream was, that was really dense. (laughs) And I'd gain the weight and then I go, what just happened to me? And then I would fast it off. And I would, I would tell my friends like, oh, you want to go, you know, up to Santa Barbara for the weekend? I'd say, no, I got to do a fast. I got to do a fast. I'm fasting this weekend. So you would fast what, would the fast. whole like three days, the whole weekend? I or? would do five. It was like forced fasting. It was wow. like punishment fasting. Wow. It was five, at least five days until the weight came off. I've gone 15 with bone broth and uh, water and some supplements, but it, up to 15 days, I was like, this weight's coming off. I am so, you know, just the punishment. And I remember going, this is just, this is really sad uh, that I'm doing this, but I got to do it. And I did it. I got the weight off. And then because I got the weight off and you go into ketosis because you're fasting, right? I'm checking my ketones. I'm at like three, four, you know, whatever. And you're in ketosis. So you got to stay in ketosis, right? Because I'm like, I, I, I lost the weight. I got to stay in ketosis mm. now. So then I would, number one, I didn't, I wasn't breaking my fast the right way, which is gentle and loving and broth and scrambled eggs and avocado and gentle, gentle, gentle. I was not doing that. What did Erin do? She drove right back up to the Bulletproof Cafe and had the <laughs> almond flour scones, oh, the ice cream and everything because I just, you know, there was so much anger around that fast that I just, again, it was just like, now I get to celebrate. Mm. And then I got, I would gain it back and then I would do it again. And this became, again, this is what led me to what we crave, but this became my pattern and that's, yeah. So, it's, so you, you would punish yourself with the fast, reward yourself at the Bulletproof Cafe or wherever you're going mm-hmm. and then feel awful about gorging on that and then punish yourself with the fast and kind of go back and forth yeah. until you yeah. broke the cycle. Yeah. I got addicted to that yogurt, the fermented yogurt. There's so much bacteria that causes the SIBO. Mm-hmm. So it was actually, I think it was the bacteria in addition was I was actually addicted to some of the things. And um, yeah, I just kept doing it and until I finally figured it out. But it's, it's a real thing. I've seen a lot of women use fasting as a cover up for just, I just need to lose weight and I don't feel good about myself. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So how did, I know that you, there's a lot of things that w- were involved with you breaking that cycle, specifically this one about the shame fasting and then the eating and the eating bulletproof coffee or bulletproof cafe and shame fasting, et cetera. Was it just like a decision you make where you became aware to it and you're like, I'm no longer doing this. I'm making this decision right now. Or like, what was the transition out of that? I'm curious. You know, it wasn't, it was, it was a slow, gentle process. It was actually more loving. And here I am like forcing all this stuff. And Mm -hmm. I, I just started, I remember my, I had a gut instinct to go, you need to leave California and you need to get into nature. Those are the two things in my head, just like, just a gentle wave of just intuition, just kept saying you need to leave California. Well, my lease was ending. My sister was having a, a home birth actually in Spokane, Washington, and she wanted me to be her push buddy. And I was like, absolutely. My lease was up. She was having a baby. I packed up my stuff and I couldn't have left California faster. Like my soul was just like, get out ready because California there's your nervous system is overloaded. There's so much traffic. It's you're like this all the time where I was living, the EMF towers, the, Mm. the traffic go, 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 you know? And so 
I just remember going, I need to get into peace. I need to get in the mountains and I need to get into nature. And once I did that, that was the start of it. I just remember going, I just need to ground and, and find some peace and get out of this talk. I had to get out of my toxic job too, which I did that too. But it was just like, you need to leave your environment. And that's, that was one of the biggest things. And it, it came very softly and just, but I, I was asking, there was a deep desire in my soul to be like, God, I'm so sick of this. Help me. And what do I do? And it just started coming Mm. to me. Yeah. You changed your environment. You, you asked the questions, you paid attention to your intuition (laughs) and things started to move into your, into place for you to leave to Spokane. Now you're in Idaho. Yep. Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So yeah. you change your environment and change everything for yeah. you. Yeah. One of my Aaronisms is if you show up for life, life will show up for you. And I started showing up and just listening, but I, I had to get quiet enough to listen. And a lot of us won't get quiet enough to listen. We're too busy doing all the so things. So important. Well, you just said they're so important. We're, yeah. we're distracted, numbing ourselves, distracted. scrolling, eating, yep. stimulation, whatever it is to avoid that quiet space to pay attention to yep. what the soul is trying to share with us. Oh man, my soul was screaming at me and I didn't listen forever. And I, you know, that's, you know, 25 years later with a binge eating problem. But yeah, all I had to do was just listen and get quiet enough. And it seems so freaking simple, <laughs> you know? It does. It really does. Like, <laughs> yep. oh, just stop distracting yourself and numbing yourself and sit back and yeah. pay attention. But it's really hard to do that when you've been so used to distracting yourselves from when you wake up to when, before you go to bed, like we're literally on our phone all day. Yep. Hey, Keto Camper, what if there was an easy way to help detoxify your body, ease stress, unwind, and hey, even burn more calories? What I'm talking about is sauna usage. Now, there's a lot of studies that show the benefits of using a sauna, and it could be kind of complicated because they're expensive, and typically you have to go to a facility to use a sauna. What I love about my sauna is that it's a blanket that I use at the comfort of my own home. I use the one from Bond Charge. And sauna blankets work by raising your heart rate to that of physical exercise so you burn calories while you're relaxing. And you could burn up to 600 calories in one session. Sweating also helps flush out toxins like heavy metals from your body. And elevating your heart rate while relaxing releases endorphins, which can leave you feeling euphoric. I feel like I just got a 60-minute massage when I get out of this thing. It works by using infrared light, which heats the body directly rather than the air around you like a traditional sauna. This means you get the same benefits at a lower heat. You also don't need to have your head in the heat like a traditional sauna. It's very easy to use. You can enjoy a session of 30 to 45 minutes while relaxing, reading, watching TV, or meditating. It's easy to clean. It's low EMF, especially compared to other brands out there. Simple and easy to get set up. And even more important, you, Keto Camper, are offered a nice coupon code for Bond Charge's products, including their infrared sauna blanket. So head over to bondcharge.com slash ketocamp and use the coupon code ketocamp at checkout to get 15% off your order. We'll drop that link down below along with the coupon code in the podcast notes. Okay, let's get right back to this episode. Out of all the lessons you've learned from, from doing keto, what's been the biggest one? You know, I think the biggest one, and again, this is, this is for me with my, my own story, is that I think in the health space, we get so trapped into do it this way, do it this way. It's got to work for everybody, this dogma. And, and I had to really break 
break that open and really look at it because after doing what I've done with carnivore and how my transformations happened and how much I've shifted, the, one of the biggest ones that changed for me was going more of a carnivore approach and way more protein from grass-fed beef, yeah. grass-fed, grass-finished beef and, I, and lifting weights and a few other things. But the, those two on top of what I already mentioned with sleep and, but those two seem so simple. Like that's gotta be too easy. And it's, it was the biggest game changer. I have never felt so nourished, so calm, so peaceful, grounded just by adding in more beef, grass-fed, grass-finished beef into my diet like three times a day. I sat back and I just said, if women could understand this, you know how many binge eating disorders I could help women with if they just had beef for breakfast, lunch, and dinner and just try it for even one day, let alone one week, one month, you know? Yeah, that's eat more fat. No, not necessarily eat more protein. Yes. You know, that's the natural progression, Aaron, for a lot of people who do keto, even myself. They go from eating a high carb, high sugar diet. They find out about ketosis. They start loading up on fat, decreasing their carbs. They're now fat adapted, maybe keto adapted. They're feeling good. And it gets to a point where things need to change. Your body needs to adapt to a new change, right? So carnivore is usually the, the next progression for a lot of these people. And it was for me too. And it has been for you as well. The cool thing about carnivore is that there is an emphasis on protein and especially women, to your point, they're missing protein and, and there's a lot of benefits to protein, but one of them in the relationship and the relation to this conversation is what it does to help you feel full and satisfied, as you just mentioned, to avoid the overeating, the binge eating. So if you just had it for breakfast some beef for breakfast, like it would definitely start your day off the right way versus even a bulletproof coffee because there's a different response from the protein in the beef than just the fat in the coffee. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Let me just rave about this for a second because bulletproof coffee changed my life. I mean, I wasn't having my periods for a year. I had no fat in my diet. Absolutely game changer adding fat. But for me, as someone that works out all the time, I would have a bulletproof coffee first thing in the morning and then I go to spin class and I do way wow. too much cardio. In a I fasted state. In a fast state. Just a fat fast. Yeah. And I wasn't taking any salt. And mm. that was another one of my keto lessons. I was not taking in enough salt. My seizure was one thing. Um, so I'm always kind of deficient from that. But just on the regular, not getting enough salt first thing in the morning, I, that created adrenal fatigue for me. So much stress. My, I was like anxious all the time because I wasn't getting enough fat and protein with it in the morning. It would just be just bulletproof coffee because you got to fast. That's the way to do it, right? And I remember, I don't know, last, last fall, I remember I was, I was feeling really just tired and just like a slower morning sluggish. sluggish. I remember just going, you know what? I'm craving some beef breakfast with some sea salt and an egg on top. I'm just going to eat that. And I did it. And it was like all the lights came on and I felt a lot like complete going from like the, just complete 180. And it, that was, again, this is for me. I know I need fat and protein in the morning from beef. Like that is just hands down. And some people do great on bulletproof coffee, you know, but again, it depends on the person, their stress levels, what they're going through. But yeah, that was one of the biggest game changers and adding the salt. Um, yeah. Getting rid of the nuts. I mean, you know, everything else, but if people just would add salt, <laughs> yeah. That I remember someone said, Aaron, you're not hungry. You're just severely dehydrated. That's true. That could be true. Yep. And I just go, oh, is that why after spin class, I would inhale a week's worth of groceries in one sitting? 
because all my body was doing was craving salt. Yeah. <laughs> so I just started. It's a good tip. Look, if you're not getting in quality salt and you're feeling hungry all the time, that could yeah. be the reason why. Oh, yeah. Relight and um, Element. And yeah, Relight are my All those are great. Yeah. yeah, all that's great. Yeah. Uh, Redmond's Relight, Element. Just Redmond's Real Salt. Put that yep. salt in your, on your, in your water. If you're drinking coffee, put it in your coffee. Coffee depletes you of, of the yep. electrolytes too. So it's might as well replenish yep. that. Yep. So it sounds like what you're doing now is... Oh, let me ask you, are, are you strict carnivore right now or are you having some what I call flex days where you kind of go in yeah, and out? I'm definitely flexing because I've learned enough with enough podcasts from you and Dr. Pompa and a lot of people that especially with females, it's going to be a little bit different yeah. with our cycles. And I'm still feeling things out because some days I do crave some vegetables, but it's usually once or twice a week. I mean, before I was eating like a huge thing of kale this big and just oh, bloating up to here back what are, in the day. What about it, now? What, what are your vegetables now? Like, yeah, so now it's... I mean, I'll just do roasted vegetables. Um, I do more of the lower, the ones that aren't as, what's the word? Oxalates? Yes. Yeah, so uh, arugula and yeah. broccoli. Yeah, I do, yeah, I've been craving like roasted carrots and maybe carrots, yep. some sweet potato. And then it, some honey at night if I'm really feeling like I need something. Because I do do CrossFit five days a week. I cold plunge and I do hot yoga. So, you know, uh, we need a little <laughs> extra in there. But just adding that in. And then on like for Christmas, my sister made some amazing grain-free paleo cookies, whatever. I had three. Be like, let's see how I do on almond flour. Did not do well, but I still ate them. And I definitely didn't blow it up like I did. But I could still tell my body's like, you're not jamming with this. So I will I will flex just to test. But I feel so amazing on grass-fed beef and just a little bit of vegetables, a little sweet potato when I need it, and some honey. And I will do some berries. And oh my gosh, but my, my coffee shake, my coffee routine has changed and it is a life changer. I have to fill you in on this. So now, because I did get rid of all the seed oils, there was still some in my diet back when I was doing keto, like the, the keto cereals or the, just the healthy snacks that still have it in there, you know? And then I would have a little bit of coffee with a little bit of gluten-free organic oat milk that still has seed oils in it. And I remember going, you know what? I got to get rid of all this. It just was easy for me to let go of. And so now instead of, all of that, what I do now is I'll go to CrossFit in the morning. I'll do my, my relight, my mana, my, my superfood. So it's sort of like a partial fasted workout with just a bunch of nutrients. Mana is the she, she legit uh -huh. that you put yep. me on to. I've been putting in my coffee. Oh, really? Because of you. Oh, nice. They sent me some. Yeah. Amazing. Oh my gosh. It's like your whole electrical system lights up and um, I feel amazing on it. So I'll just work out with that. I'll come home. And again, because when I have amino acids, salt, like you, you, you do great. You, you're not depleted. I kill my workout class. Everyone's like, what are you on, girl? I'm like salt <laughs> and some nutrients. Salt. And so I come home and I make this yummy. I do full fat coconut milk, not the kind that's in the box, like the full fat coconut milk that's organic, you know, in the can with the, you know, the no BPA yep. lining, of course. And I'll do fresh organic espresso, colostrum, MCT powder that's like a vanilla and some Paleo Valley's bone broth mm. protein. And that actually, they have flavored like vanilla chocolate plain, but the vanilla is the bomb. It doesn't taste like bone broth at all. So, and then I, I add I ice. I haven't thought about doing that. I'm like, oh my God. That sounds great. I, I love Paleo Valley's bone broth. Oh my gosh. I think I have it here too. And you add some ice and you blend it up and it is the thickest, creamiest, yummiest shake with no seed oils, protein, fat, and the protein's like at least 30 grams, at least. And I feel so freaking good on that. And it's just changed, it's changed the game. It's just finding something that you can swap out. I think that's the key is people don't want to get rid of their, 
keto snacks or whatever that they love so much, but just swap it out with something that will nourish you and make you feel just as good, if not better without all the bloating and the processed stuff. And man, I, I hit the jackpot with that one. I highly recommend that for everyone to get that one. Sounds amazing. I want to try that. (laughs) You're you're right. It's easier to, instead of um, remove to replace, right? So find out what you could swap with. That routine sounds awesome. I'm actually craving that right now. Hey, I'll make you one. I would love that. That sounds amazing. (laughs) Have you ever felt off during your keto journey or carnivore journey? Maybe you experienced a headache, some fatigue, pesky cravings. This can happen when your body loses vital minerals, especially when following a keto diet. Here's what happens. When you lower insulin on keto and carnivore and fasting, You shed excess body weight. This is fantastic because you look lighter and feel lighter. However, you lose essential minerals like potassium, sodium, and magnesium. That's where B-mineral steps in. It's a full-spectrum, concentrated electrolyte and mineral supplement that gives you all the essentials your body needs. B-mineral products are the perfect support for anyone doing keto, carnivore, and fasting. It does not break your fast. It does not contain any anti-nutrients, so it is carnivore-friendly. It tastes just like water. It helps to keep your carb cravings at bay and to keep you in this fat-adapted state we love called ketosis. I love this product. I drink it daily. I give it to my dog as well. So give B Minerals a try today for an enhanced keto, carnivore, and fasting experience. Head over to beamminerals.com. And use the coupon code AZADI, which is my last name, A-Z-A-D-I, for a special discount. That is beamminerals.com, B-E-A-M-M-I-N-E-R-A-L-S.com. Coupon code AZADI. We'll put that down below in the podcast notes. All right, let's get back to this interview. With uh, what we crave, first of all, where can the keto campers um, watch those interviews of what we crave? Yeah, just whatwecrave.com. And you're in the trailer. And so it's super fun to have you on that, talking about your story. Yeah. And um, there's Dr. Pompa, Mark Grove, Zach Bush, Mindy Pels, a bunch of other rock stars, personal stories, just a deep dive on all those interviews or just a deep dive on what's at the root of all of it. And it's really fun. It's really cool. It's really real and down to earth and raw and vulnerable because that's the kind of stuff you got to talk about when you are dealing with eating disorder, disordered eating, you know, it's very yeah. important to have these conversations at the end of all those conversations, you ask the guests a, a, a specific question. Yeah. Uh, what was the question and what were some of the responses? Yeah. I always love finding out the root cause of what it is we're really craving because underneath emotional eating, binge eating, food addiction, cravings, we're craving something so much deeper than the food. And for me, obviously there's self-worth, there's a bunch of other stuff, you know, that, that was at the root of that. But I asked everyone that question because I love hearing people's answers and I loved your answer, which was purpose. But yeah, I just ask everyone, what do you think underneath all of it? What are we really craving? And, you know, I interviewed uh, 50 interviews and Zach Bush had given me one of the best answers. I mean, every one of the answers was, was spot on because there's a lot of different answers, but he had said, you're craving you. Mm. And when you do a deep dive on that, it, it, it is such a beautiful way of, of such a beautiful deep dive. And I love that he said that because essentially at the core of it, making a very, very detailed conversation down into like a, some bullet points, you know, you're craving a connection to yourself that 
you lost. And because if you think about it, if you're at a football game and your team just scored the winning touchdown, you're going to the Super Bowl and you're high and just full energy, happy, you're not thinking about food. If you're at a wedding and you're dancing, you're not thinking about food. If you are at Christmas morning and you're watching your kids open a gift, you're not thinking about food. You're so connected and present mm-hmm. and happy and alive. And I think that's what we're craving is to feel alive in our own bodies. That's another deep dive, but we're craving to feel alive from a nutritional standpoint, purpose, people, connection, nature, just, I mean, there's a whole deep dive on what it means to be alive in your own body, but that's essentially what we're craving is a connection to ourself. And also to that, the spirituality side, I was completely ignoring that side of things. That's a whole other deep dive, but you know, I remember cause I grew up in a very Christian home and it was, if you're not perfect, fill in the blank, you're going to go to hell kind of, you know, like just very, I'm not saying all, you know, Christianity is not like that, but my household was. And so there was this toxic perfectionism and I pushed God away for a long time because I was like, this is not love. This is not unconditional love. This is, you know, something else. And I, I didn't feel right to me. So I pushed God away for a long time. And I think that's why, honestly, why rock bottoms happen is to push you, get you right on your path to purpose, to fast track you and to get you to reconnect with your higher power, the master, the God spirit, whatever you want to call it, but is the, it's a connection to yourself on a deeper level that is, it's everything because that will feed you more than any type of food will from the inside out. Mm. That's the key right there is you, you lock back into that and you remember who you are. I mean, you got to work on some deep, deep stuff and some triggers and traumas and limiting beliefs and all these things. But once you can actually get there, and you can actually feel that again, that's peace from the inside out. That's, that's how you dissolve emotional eating is finding that peace. So that's essentially a connection to yourself. And that's what we're really craving. Mm, so good. You know, choose yourself, yeah. put yourself first. When you do that, you know, the example you just gave about being at a football game and enjoying the football game, watching your kids in the morning, when you're on purpose with your purpose and doing the things you love to do, there's not really time for all these bad behaviors and addictions. It's like, you're not going to be thinking about those bad behaviors and addictions. You're going to be thinking about that moment that you're in, that you're loving and enjoying. The sad truth though, is that so many people have lost that connection with themselves. They've lost the joy in life. They're what Earl Nightingale used to say. They are tiptoeing their way through life, hoping to land safely on death's door. And we want to wake you up. You know, whatwecrave.com is a way to wake you up. Like this conversation is a way to wake you up. Erin woke herself up. I woke myself up. Uh, Nobody could do it but you. And sometimes the rock bottom is a huge blessing. I mean, it's always a blessing once you get out of it. But when you're there, you're thinking, there's no way this is a blessing. I, I hate myself. I hate being here. Why is this happening to me? When in reality, you know, this is happening for us. So we could use that rock bottom to springboard into something great it's what i did it's what you did but awareness is number one and then number two you start to take action on on that real purpose Uh, i do believe that a lot of the obesity we see out there is not because of what people are eating it's because of what is eating them oh that is so good what you just said did you just that is a beautiful way of saying it that was 
Oh my gosh, that's poetry. <laughs> just but it's that it's down. what you just said. I just yeah, put it in a sentence. That's so good. Right? It's what's yeah. eating them. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, there's a quote from uh, Robert Heinlein. It's one of my favorite quotes. I might have shared it on the What We Crave. I'm not sure, but he said, in the absence of clearly defined goals, we start to become strangely loyal to performing daily trivia until ultimately we become enslaved by it, right? Daily trivia is food addiction. It's pornography addiction. It's alcohol addiction. It's whatever it is because you're not clearly defined on your goals. But when you become clearly defined on your goals and fall in love with it, there's no time for that. Daily trivia goes away, right? You became clearly defined on your goals and you started to fall in love with yourself and your purpose. And that's what it's all about. Dude, you, you just nailed that. And, and another amazing quote to go off that, I think it was Mike Collins from the Sugar, sugar uh, Quick Sugar, sugar Summit. Summit. Yeah. He said, addiction is just looking for God in all the wrong places. And I, oh, I just got chilled. <laughs> good, Mike. So good, right? Really and I good. just thought that's so true because I was pushing God, at per, like I was just pushing everything away because I didn't want to deal with all the pain and the, you know, all that stuff that we stuff. And it just surfaced with a, with a disordered eating problem. And when I finally dismantled it, it was all right there. And it's just, I, that's what it was. It's purpose, God, connection to myself, people, nature, and just, yeah, I mean, it's, it's all right there. And it makes sense when you look at the just addicts in general, it's always some type of trauma when they're little or some, something traumatic that they haven't dealt with that I've noticed. And yeah, it could be, it doesn't have to be food. You know, it was also me not just food for me, but I was, I was binge shopping too, you know? Mm, yeah. Alcohol. Dopamine hits. Adding yeah. it to your cart is a dopamine hit too. Even yeah. if you don't buy it. Right. Oh my gosh. Retail therapy. Yep. Cause alcohol was never my jam. Cause I knew that I knew better on that one, but it was shopping and it was the effort moment with the credit cards. Like effort. I deserve it. Effort. I work hard. And I put myself in like 30 grand worth of debt over those years. I got myself out, but I interviewed Trisha Nelson. She said, you don't have an eating problem. You have a living problem. Yes. I was like, good. Oh, this is so good. It's true. They're one liners, but it's so true. Yeah. And I, you know, when I started to figure out my emotional eating, like the root causes, my debt started to change. I got myself out of debt. I started making moves and things changed in my life because I was showing up differently for myself because I found that self, that self-worth again. But I remember you know, when you start to dismantle that addiction, other things will also dismantle. So as my eating habits got better, my, my debt got better, my shopping habits got better. I remember going, I don't need to buy that $100 pair of yoga pants. There's Poshmark that has the exact same pair for 20 bucks and you're cool with it. You're like, no, I like, I got me, I got my back, you know? So that was a big, big one too. Yeah. Here, here's the great news about somebody who has an addiction. It's actually a gift. And let me explain what I mean with that. It could be a superpower to have an addiction. What I mean by that is if you think about all the energy and bandwidth you put into your addiction, you're a pro at it, right? (laughs) And that's actually like a, a superpower because when you start to love yourself, change your environment, get clear in your purpose, now that energy and the bandwidth, the superpower is transferred into something that's going to transform you and the world, like your purpose, right? You, you've transferred that energy now into the things you're doing now and you're absolutely crushing it. I transferred my addictions to video games and food 
to health and nutrition and speaking all and, and I'm crushing it, right? So if you have the ability to be addicted to something, you have the ability to use that superpower for something great. I, I know that might be controversial for some people. I don't think all people who teach, uh, you know, how to overcome addiction might agree with that. But I believe it because I lived it myself. What are your thoughts on that mindset? 100% agree. I mean, I've always been an athlete. I've always been beast mode. You know, that's just how I roll with the sports that I play. I'm competitive. I'm not, there's a natural wiring in me, but that wiring can go beast mode in the other direction. Like I did. Right. And then, but it also gives me the beast mode on the other side, which is I am so on fire for my purpose. So yeah, I do. You can use it for good. And I think that's, that's in there too. Those rock bottoms and those moments and those addiction moments, you see that and it's fuel for the fire, I think, for me. Because now that I'm on the other side, I want to help so many people. And now I'm like, let's freaking go, you know? And that's why I love you so much. And all the people, Dr. Pompa, Kaylor, Josh Trent, like all these amazing people that are on the same, they feel that fire because they've gone through some And they're like, I want to help people because I know how, how much it sucks when you are feeling like you are walking through quicksand backwards, you know, like in this yuck of life. And then you get on the other side and you're like, oh my God, I can help so many people with this. And that's why I'm like on fire for it. And I think that genetic, that side of me is coming out. Let's yeah, go. That's why I agree. Yeah, I love let's it. Let's go. Whatwecrave.com. <laughs> I have a final question for you. Yes. Before I ask you the final question. Yes. Your, uh, share your Instagram. I just shared whatwecrave.com and anywhere else you want them to go check you out. Yeah. Yeah. That health check is my Instagram. Whatwecrave.com. That, that's it. I mean, if anybody wants that health optimization guide, shoot, send me an email. I'd be happy to, uh, I made a health optimization guide with everything that I, that I talked about with my little recipes and my regimen that I do now, but that's, um, you can drop that in the YouTube little, in the notes. Yeah. We'll put, so we'll put Aaron's email in the notes and then the YouTube video and the podcast. And then if you want her routine with that bomb ass, uh, espresso, everything, email her, she'll give that to you. So we'll put that down below. And then we'll put your Instagram and then whatwecrave.com is where you could get all those recordings. Final question, vitamin G. Yeah. My favorite supplement in the world. Yep. Gratitude. What do you have vitamin G for today, Erin? I love this question so much. I actually wanted to buy that vitamin G shirt that you have on your website, (laughs) but they were out of stock. And so I wanted to wear it on this interview. I'll get you one. Yeah, I'll get you one. But oh man, this question, there's three things that I really want to share that are just so important. One, I'm most grateful for my nephews. There, I have four back home in, in Spokane. They're the lights of my life. I would die for those kids. They're so healing, number one. Kids to me are just so healing, but they show me everything that's important, which is presence and seeing what a miracle life is. You know what I mean? Like when you look at kids and how it even, how beautiful it even is to be on this earth and that divine intelligence that surrounds everything at all times and just how it flows through them. They have so much joy and beauty in them. And, um, I am so grateful for them. I'll probably start crying. I cry every time I talk about them because I love them so (laughs) much. And it's, it's also sparked a passion for me to help kids with like being rescued from sex trafficking. That's a huge passion of mine. I actually want to host an event to raise money for that because I think of my nephews going through that and I absolutely lose my. So yeah, huge on fire for that. And I'm very grateful for them because they make life so much sweeter and more beautiful. And they remind me of the divine miracle that we all are, that we're here. Number two is you. I am so grateful for you. And because, you know, you and I met at the starting point of both of our careers. When I was working for Pomba, you were the, you came to that event. And I remember selling you that ticket 
to Dr. Pompa's conference and seeing you like just being, you know, tangenting with you along this journey, watching you grow has been so inspiring, so amazing. And you're still the same down to earth, heart centered, amazing human. You know, you haven't changed a bit and you're even more grateful than you are now. And you want to help even more people and you're just on fire and you are, you make people feel really seen and really heard and you have a really beautiful gift. I just want to honor you for that. I'm grateful for you (laughs) because without you, I wouldn't be here. And yeah. And so we just get to help so many people, but you've, you're crushing it. I'm so proud of you. And then the last one, I'm so grateful for the rock bottoms. I know that Mm -hmm. sounds cliche, but dude, the, the moments in life where the rug gets pulled out from underneath you and you were like, what the hell just happened to me? What is happening to me right now? And you don't see it. You can't see through it. You're walking through quicksand backwards, you know, and you're just, you're in the mud of life. And every single moment that I've had a rock bottom where the rug pulled out from underneath me has been the greatest gift and the biggest blessing inside of it. If you can find it, you can't find it if you choose to. And so for me, I chose to find it. And then that brought me even more closer to my, to God, to my relationship, my divine connection to my purpose. It brought me closer to everything. And I now feel a peace inside of me that I didn't have before. I feel like no matter what happens, no matter what comes my way, when you have that inner peace and that connection is, is rock solid, nothing can touch you and you're bulletproof. And without those rock bombs, I wouldn't have gotten there. You know, I really think that that's why they happen is to get you on your path and to get you reconnected to your power because somewhere along the line, we lost it. And when you have that, that'll feed you more than anything in the mm. world. And so I'm grateful for that because, yeah. I love that vitamin <laughs> G share. Yeah. I'm also grateful for you, Aaron. You're an incredible human being. Ever since we met, you've been so supportive. You've also transformed so many lives. You've evolved to continuously evolve, yet you're the same humble person that I met back in 2018, 2019. And you've connected me to so many awesome people that I'm grateful for that I now consider amazing friends, you know, like Kayla Betts and Mark Groves and, and many others. We, you know, we have Pompa in common, which is super cool. I love that guy. And uh, you just show up. You got amazing energy and attitude. You know, Mrs. 10X right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's call me 10X. <laughs> but thanks for making this happen. I'm grateful for the conversation. I'm also grateful to go eat a nice dinner with you, Natasha and uh, Barton Scott. So thanks again. We'll put all of our info down below. Until next time, thanks for listening and watching today. Thank you, Aaron. I hope you love that conversation with Aaron. Emotional, raw, authentic. Share this with somebody you know. Go get her summit for free. We'll drop that link down below for you. Check her out on social media. We'll drop her social down below as well. Watch the YouTube video version of today's interview at our studio over at youtube.com slash ketocamp. Please leave the show a rating and review too. And let's get the word out there. This conversation is so important. So share it as much as possible. We would be super grateful if you did that. And hey, go get the keto recipe of the week. It's discounted over at ketocamprecipes.com. I hope you love it. I know you'll love it. Easy to make, clean ingredients, ketocamprecipes.com. We'll drop that link down below. You can check out the episode sponsors down below. All of the notes and resources from today's episode are down below. Go check it out. Thank you for listening to the show and spending part of your day with Aaron Smith and myself. I'll see you on the next episode.
podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own. And this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.